I haven't got a reading tonight. I've got more of a motto. And it's one verse from Romans, so I'll read that to you. And it's Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And the implication seems to be that if we want to know what God wants us to do, then we need to have our minds renewed. And my title this tonight is actually How to Read the Newspaper. And I was thinking of reading the newspaper in general, but specifically how we respond to events and experiences, and even more specifically, how we as Christians respond to events and experiences. And I'm going to talk about something called the cycle of reflection or the cycle of theological reflection. And the example I'm using is consumption. And that's not the medical consumption, but the commercial consumption, i.e. using stuff and buying stuff. And I'm going to start with a quote by Jeremy Hunt. That came out of Jeremy's COVID-19 a daily briefing on the 11th of June and he wrote on Wednesday evening the business secretary announced that shops can reopen on Monday as long as they are COVID secure. Economically this is a big moment. Unlike previous recessions many consumers are cash rich so a lot of jobs depend on us being willing to go and spend it. And of course, the implication was that we ought to go out and spend our money and buy stuff in order to support the economy. And I'm going to give you just 10 seconds to think about how you would have responded when you read that. And I'll tell you right at the end how I did. But anyway, that is really 10 seconds because we're going to be short of time later. Okay. Now, much of our lives are characterized by a pattern of event and response. You know, it rains, I put up the umbrella. I have a bad day at the office, I get grumpy. So we have this pattern of event response, and our response might well then turn into the next event, which then again calls for another response. You know, I'm grumpy, I go home, I kick the cat. And we get this cycle of event response, event response. And sometimes it helps, in fact often it helps to actually interpose one or two steps between the experience and our response. I and mean, that's what makes us truly human, is we don't act on instinct, although often we act on our guts. But so the way we may help ourselves to, to act more consciously is we get the event, but then rather than responding to look at the event, what's actually really happening here, and then think about it, 
what do I base my response on? Which teachings, if we're talking about being Christians, which teachings from the Bible or, or traditions influence where I go from here? And then that leads to my response and that eventually becomes another experience and it goes round in circles again. But what we do is we interpose between the event and the response, we interpose a looking and a thinking what is actually going on here. It was um, Socrates who said the unexamined life is not worth living. And that's precisely what he is talking about, is being aware of what we do and why we do it. And a, a rather more modern Socrates, I don't know if you've come across Charlie Mackesy, many of you probably have. I love this one. One of our greatest freedoms is how we react to things. We don't just shoot from the hip. We think about how we react. And so if we're talking about being Christians and responding at Christ, as Christians, our thinking needs to be coloured by um, what we hold to be true as Christians. So we've got the event, which is um, Jeremy Hunt telling us to go and spend our money. And you, if you want to unmute yourselves, the looking involves asking the question, what is this really about? And are there any values? You know, what are the good things that are at stake here and that might sway us to make a decision one way and the other? Right, employment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the interest of getting this done before eight o'clock, the thinking bit is interesting because in the Anglican tradition, there are three sources of truth. And... Uh, they are valued, you know, if you compare that, for example, with the Roman Catholics, there are different ways of valuing things. But in the Anglican tradition, it's sources of truth are scripture, tradition, and reason. And reason ex includes experience, so science, for example. Okay, so where might we find some teaching or traditions? In fact, let's start with reason what kind of reasoning might be relevant? So what would the economists say uh, in response to Jeremy's exhortation? Jeremy said, we've got to spend it locally, you know, in order to preserve local shops. Okay, go spend. What else? What do reason and experience tell us about our rate of consumption before the lockdown? We can stop spending, yeah. So we spend unnecessarily. What else do we know about our spend? I think he, the implication is on stuff we don't necessarily need, like food, because we've been doing that anyway. What else do we know? I'm gonna I'm gonna slant this a bit. I'm going to throw one in from the experience, and then we're gonna get to tradition and and scripture. Um, I would like to assert that our previous rate of consumption is unsustainable. You know, the, the planet cannot sustain the rate of consumption we have built up. Can you see this is getting complicated now? Okay, is there anything in the Christian tradition about consumption? There is a tradition of fasting, of giving up. 
Self-denial, let's call it self-denial. Sharing, yeah. So that's almost one of the answers, isn't it? What about, let's get to scripture because I'm running out of space in my box. What's scripture saying about these things? It is 6.33, yeah, I thought I knew it. Okay, anything else? Yes, justice. And there is, there is about, there's a lot about the generosity of God, isn't there? So it's not that God's a poor man. Yes, work. Go back. Yes, as Andy told us last last week, you know, he who, shall, who doesn't want to work shall not eat. You can see how there are some, so there are some trains of thought that would move us in one direction, and there's other thinking that moves us in the other. And, and of course, the whole definition of a dilemma is that there is not an easy solution. There's not an obvious solution. So, you know, if the question is, what should I spend my surplus money on? There are at least three possible answers. One is go and wind up the economy. One would be go and give it away because there are a lot of people who are actually short and hungry. Or you could say save it up for later because a lot of people who are still in work might not be in work in a few months' time. And Peter offered a, a fourth, use your surplus wealth to create jobs. Now, not many of us have got that much wealth to spare that, that it would pay, you know, a lot of employment. But um, it's not a straightforward question or answer. It is actually quite difficult. And that's why we need this cycle of reflection. We need to use what we know in order to inform our response. I will finish with telling you what I did in response. I was incensed when I read that. And I, the reason I was incensed is because the food bank in Godalming has been, um, the demand for at the food bank has been going through the roof. And a lot of people have been giving very generously. But so I wrote to Jeremy Hunt and I had a fairly bland reply, as you would expect. And I said, I would like to comment on your observation that, unlike in previous recessions, many consumers are cash rich. There are also many, tens, hundreds of thousands, you will know the figures better than I do, who have lost their livelihoods and are in need. Food bank use in Godalming, for example, has soared. Maybe those of us who are cash rich can use our surplus to support those who are in want rather than going back to buying stuff we don't need. So I'm hanging my colours to the mast. I, I was incensed because I know there are such a lot of people going hungry and to encourage us to go out and spend on stuff that we don't need just went against my grain. Anyway, I hope that I've given you a tool that you can use so it goes event, look, think, respond, and the looking and the thinking are the important bit.